Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 289. Fire. 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 Your daily dose of inspiration, encouragement, and energy from the most successful entrepreneurs in the world. Prepare to ignite now. This is Entrepreneur on Fire with John Lee Dumas. Entrepreneur on Fire. Hey, oh, Fire Nation. Picture this. You're screening calls, closing deals, and making money, all while lounging poolside in the hot summer sun, thanks to eVoice, of course. Go to eVoice.com, enter the promo code FIRE for your free 30-day trial. That's eVoice.com, promo code FIRE. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Ian Cleary. Ian, are you prepared to ignite? I am absolutely prepared to ignite, John. Absolutely. Ian runs RazorSocial.com, an award-winning blog focused on social media tools and technology. Ian regularly speaks on social media-related topics and writes for some of the leading social media blogs, including SocialMediaExaminer.com and BusinessesGrow.com. I've given Fire Nation a little overview, Ian, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you. And then give us an overview of your business. Okay. Uh, John, I'm based in Ireland. Uh, I'm married with three wonderful kids here. Yay. And what time is it there right now? It's actually at 10 past 11 at night. You are dedicated. 11, 10 p.m. Fire Nation. (laughs) Yes. And I I did start at 7 a.m. this morning. So, yes. But... Anyway, we're entrepreneurs. That's what we do. So the kids are in bed. So, yeah, so what we do, our main business in Ireland is really a digital agency. We have a a well-established digital agency in Ireland. We do an awful lot of social media training programs. I launched Razor Social back in end of June last year. It was actually just after going over to Blog World. And like you say, that's a site really focused on social media tools with the goal that on a global basis, if somebody wants information on social media tools, that RazorSocial.com will be the site that they go to. So I'm very passionate about social media and very passionate about technology. So the site was really suited my skills. And really, I was doing this initially because it's something I'm really passionate about, the technology side. And sharing that knowledge of technology, I just love, get a real kick out of it. Mm. Well, I have a really cool story for how I came up with the Entrepreneur on Fire name. And whenever I hear another really great name that just really speaks to me, I like to hear the backstory. So what is the Razor Social story? How did you come up with that sharp name? Good question. Well, you see, our digital agency is called Razor Coast. And Razor was about cutting edge technology. And actually, Coast was only because we live by the beach. (laughs) But I met a branding guy and the branding guy said, oh, man, Razor Coast is brilliant. You could have a lighthouse shining the light, you know, along the coast and you're given technology direction. So that was the Razor Coast. And then we wanted to keep the Razor brand. But because we weren't sure in terms of how the business was established in the U.S., we said we keep it separately. But we like Razor. So it's Razor, the cutting edge technology and then social. It was always going to be the social media side as well. Love it. Thanks for that little side note there, Ian. Really enjoy that aspect of being an entrepreneur and that branding stage. It's always a really fun time. Now, let's start off with a success quote because, as you know, you've listened to a couple episodes. We love starting entrepreneur on fire off with a success quote. It's going to get that motivational ball rolling even more for us. So take it away. Okay. So my success quote is, 
Man cannot discover new oceans unless he has the courage to lose sight of the shore. Now, that's very applicable to me in particular because I live in Ireland and we're surrounded by sea. And what I want to do is develop a business in the U.S. So that's why I decided to get on a plane, go into Blog World last June. And I said every couple of months at least I'd be going to the U.S., and it's, it could be very easy to continue our business in Ireland, which is successful and we're making money and it's doing good. But I want a global business. And I found that the people I wanted to connect with, the social media influencers, were mainly based in the US. So it was really important for me to just get up out of Ireland, start meeting people out in the States as much as possible. You can do so much online, but I think you really need to meet the people as well. Such a powerful statement, and I love how you bring up Blog World, New York City. That's a very special time for me for a certain reason, but share with Fire Nation quickly why you think conferences and getting out there and meeting people face-to-face is so important, even in this day and age when we can do it all behind a microphone. I just, when you, you sit down with somebody, you have a cup of coffee with somebody or share a beer or share a joke, I, I think it's it's a lot different online. You really get a feel for a person when you actually meet the person and it really strengthens the relationship. So well before I go to conferences, I do an awful lot of work before the conference. I t- put out a list of people I want to meet, who I want to interact with, and then I try and meet, I get to know them over Twitter and Facebook and the likes. And then when I actually meet them at a conference, then it's much easier to build a relationship at that stage. We really need to meet people. You know, that's so important, a really important part of it. I could not agree more. I mean, my journey started last June in New York City in Blog World. It was my first conference of any kind, but my coach at the time, my mentor, Jamie Tardy, took me down there. She said, John, you got to meet some people, shake their hands. That's when I got my first couple of yeses for Entrepreneur on Fire, back when it was still just a dream, a twinkle in a mother's eye, so to speak. I don't actually think that we met at that social media conference. Did you speak there, Ian? No, I didn't. No, I was, well, at that stage, that was my first trip to the U.S. and you nobody. So we really have run pretty parallel lives at at this point because that was my very first conference. Nobody knew me. I had never even dipped a toe into the online world. So I was even way more of a newbie and beginner than you because I had no knowledge, no skills of this life even existed. But then six months later, both you and I were speaking at the New Media Expo by Blog World in Las Vegas. Am I right? I wasn't speaking at that one. The first one I spoke at was Social Slam Conference uh, run by Mark Schaefer. Oh, that's embarrassing. I'm sorry, but I'm not going to cut that out. But that Social Slam Conference, and you also came to Social Media Marketing Worlds in San Diego? I did indeed. Absolutely, yeah. We met there as well, yeah. That was a great conference too, yeah. We had some good times there, some great speakers, and you definitely make the trip across the pond every now and then, huh? I do. I, I try to as much as possible because it's, again, it's interacting with people through Twitter and Facebook, but then it's actually really strengthening the relationship by meeting people in person. Wonderful. Well, I've set up a home base out here in San Diego now, Ian. So when you come back out to social media marketing worlds, I'll have to show you around like a local. Oh, I'd love to. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So let's transition now to our next topic, which is failure, which are challenges, obstacles that we always faces entrepreneurs every single day. I mean, Ian, you've been up now for like 16 hours. You failed probably 10 times today. I know I have, and it's only 4 p.m. here. Let's talk about a time when you really fell flat in your face or when you had such a major obstacle you had to dig deep to overcome. And how did you overcome that? 
Okay, it's an interesting question. I was um, I was working a lot of technology companies and startups, and then we got acquired a couple of different times. Then we ended up in a corporate environment, which I didn't like, and so I started looking at different types of businesses. And at one stage, I thought, well, was it the technology I was fed up with? It wasn't actually. It was just the corporate world I was in. But I did dabble in things like property. So I started investing in property in Ireland, and I bought a few properties here. Then I started investing in properties in Eastern Europe. And then I started selling properties in Eastern Europe. And then I found that I was getting really nervous because the property market started to really slow down. And when you sell a property to somebody, if it doesn't work out, you can't say, well, I'll give you your money back if the developer doesn't complete it. So I was really concerned at that stage. And I was, I, we got to a stage where we said, that's it, we're going to sell everything. We sold our family house because it was far too expensive. We sold a property in Ireland. We sold a property in Bulgaria, actually, that we had property there. And I think we just got out in time, but it was it was a big mistake, really, to get involved in property, which we didn't really know much about, especially in the likes of Eastern Europe. It was just madness, really. And uh, I learned a lot from that. So, But it, it was an interesting experience. I mean, from, from that, what we learned was, well, it's technology. Let's stick to what we know. Yeah. I mean, back into the technology side of things. You're not going, you're not going to go back to the army, John, are you? No, not going to go back to the army. <laughs> Been there, done that. It was a great experience. Glad to have served my country. But, you know, let's move forward from that point. It seems like every entrepreneur, at least at some point, has made a foray into real estate. I know that I have. Obviously, you have. So many of my past guests have. It's kind of one of those things where it's the Wild West in a way, and it always will be because there's so much speculation. There's so much openness and wide open and lack of information and an overload of information and everything is just coming at you at 100 miles an hour. And it's exciting because you know, you're know you talking about it and everybody and their grandmother understands real estate as, as far as buying a house, selling a house. They don't really understand the intricacies of it, but they get what it means. Whereas when I talk to my grandmother about podcasting, she doesn't really get what that means. So people love real estate for that reason because everybody can relate to it on some level. But it does always come back to what you said. Stick with what you know. And especially in this day and age, we can do that fairly easily. We can find our niche in the online world, in whatever industry that we like, and we can stick to that. We can become an expert in that. I've decided to do that with Entrepreneur on Fire, with podcasting. You've done that with Razor Social. And now you speak at great conferences and you have great guest blog posts on socialmediaexaminer.com, the second largest social media site in the world. I mean, Really exciting things once you hone your focus to what you know. So just give us one clear lesson, Ian, that you learned from that experience. Well, the clear lesson is to stick from what you know. I mean, I dabbled in property. I dabbled in selling all sorts of gadgets. And I was trying to sell into retail at one stage. And I remember meeting a guy in retail. And he said to me, listen, he said, I'll always run rings around you in retail stores. And you'll always run rings around me in technology. And that sort of, for me, was, that was, I'll always remember that. And I just said, you are so right. Because I knew, I knew I could run rings around with technology. I knew I could go in and sell a big solution for, you know, a large price because he wasn't familiar with technology. But similar from the re- retail side, I couldn't compete. So that really, for me, was stick to what I know. And that's an aha moment right there that you had. Stick to what you know and obviously 
if you try to dabble in something else, there are people that are already there that are experts in that field and you better be ready to do battle with them if you're going to compete. So let's move into that topic. Let's move into an aha moment that you had when the light bulb came on and you just said, wow, this resonates with my authentic self. This is something that I know that I can do, I want to do, I'm passionate about doing. Share that with us, Ian. And how'd you turn that into success? Okay, I suppose the... We're going back to Blog World last June. When I went there and I started meeting and interacting with people, I felt so at home. I mean, when I go to a wedding, right, uh, I go around, I meet everybody, I chat to everybody. At the end of the day, everybody knows me. And I just love that networking and building relationships with people. And when I went to Blog World, I just felt so at home. I was going, yeah, these are the people I want to interact with, that I want to work with, I want to build relationships with, because it was really fun. It was just building relationships, chatting, interacting. So I think that, that that first conference really made me think, God, this is where I should be, what I should be doing. Wow, Ian, we really do run parallel lives because when it comes to weddings, I'm usually that guy at the wedding that some people come up to and they're like, were you hired to come and provide entertainment? Because you got that dance floor going. I am exactly the same. What I do is I <laughs> grab people up. And also what I do is I love getting into pictures. So I go around when somebody has a camera and try and sneak into the, the pictures. So you'll always see me in loads of pictures of uh, weddings and stuff. In America, so think- we call that a photo bomb. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should write an article about social media bombs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Ian, you, me, Vegas, January, make it happen. We will get the group out. We'll dance the night away. We'll have a great time. We'll build some great relationships. Great theme we have going on. It's really get out there, Fire Nation. Go to conferences. Go to meetup.com. Find out what's going on in your neck of the woods and meet people and find that group that you do connect with. It might not work the first or the second time. You might not connect with that group. But if you keep at it, you're going to walk into a room and you're going to feel like you're at home with like-minded individuals. So love where you're going with that, Ian. It's a great segue to our next topic, which is the I've made it moment. Have you ever had, Ian, in your illustrious career, an I've made it moment? I've had different moments where I felt things have gone well for us. For example, you know, I worked with a startup company and I had a share of the company and the company was sold and we made a bit of money. So there's been different ones along the way, but I certainly don't feel I've made it. I've got to a stage where I'm working at, you know, something that I'm really passionate about and it's ultra successful because I just feel where we're at at the moment, we're doing well, but there's so much more to go. So, I mean, if I was saying aha moments in the current, or, or sorry, if I was saying at the moment in terms of what I feel where things are going really well, you know, when I spoke at Social Slam event, I thought that was brilliant for me when we won the Social Media Examiner contest after six months in operation. These are the things that I thought have done really, really well for us. But we certainly, I never think we've made it yet. There's still a, a, so much more to do. I think that's part of an entrepreneur as well. You, you just don't feel ever finished. You just want to keep on moving and moving. Well, it's so obvious to me that you are really at least enjoying these milestones and these successes that you're having along the way, which is so important. So take a couple minutes and speak to Fire Nation about your philosophy about the entrepreneur's journey. What do you think about your journey and how do you think entrepreneurs should view their journey? 
Well, I just love the journey. And I found that when I do make mistakes and I do fail, now I just get on with it straight after that as quickly as possible. Because you can spend weeks thinking about your problems or failures, but really what you're doing is learning all the time. And to me, I am very passionate about constantly learning. And through my site, I learn about tools all day long. But I'm constantly reading about business books and interacting with guys like you, John, to and listen to your podcast, just constantly learning. And it's just, it's super enjoyable, but you have to be doing something that you're really passionate about. If you're not passionate about it, you won't be doing things like speaking on a podcast at half 11 at night. <laughs> and I, I wrote my first blog post about 6.30 this morning. At the weekends, I'll always at the weekends, I can't resist taking out the PC and checking out tools or writing posts or reading a book about business and entrepreneurship and constantly develop my skills. Never there. But if you're not really passionate about what you're doing, you just you won't be doing that, you know. I mean, I read about this stuff as on my holidays, I'd read a book about social media, you know? (laughs) Absolutely. And hey, if you're one of those listeners out there where you truly still look at Friday as an escape and the whole weekend, you just want to distance yourself from what you were doing during your quote unquote week, then you do need to reevaluate. I'm not saying drop everything and dive into something you're passionate about, but maybe it is time to reevaluate. Maybe it's time to spend some time on the weekends or wake up a little earlier in the morning or go to bed a little later at night. Start learning those skills that you need to get you closer to where you are going to be at that point where you are like Ian, when you want to read more and you want to learn more about social media, about your craft, where you miss it when you're not there. That's where you want to be because once you're passionate and you're living within that, so many exciting things can be happening for you as a result of just that natural passion, energy, and enthusiasm being there. I am super passionate about my family, so I always try and make sure we have time to spend with three young kids. So I always make sure I allocate that time to spend with them. And I also love sports, so I'm constantly doing things around sport. And I try to fit that into my working day because I find if I go in super early, take a break at lunch, I'm not mad into food, so I'll go to the gym at lunchtime. And that then fires me up for the afternoon. So I think it's really important to have in terms of your family as part of this and also in terms of something that you enjoy outside of work, which is, for me, it's sport. That's what I love. Great insights. And what are some things you like to do while you're at the gym during the weekday? Well, I do. I generally only have about 45 minutes, so I do a good bit of weights. I I will do some running, but I don't particularly like it. So I've done kickboxing for years so what I do is um, kickboxing train you to do run, sprint, run, sprint. So I do five minutes running, 30 seconds sprint, four minutes running, 30 seconds. It's 70 and a half minutes altogether. And that's so much better for you than doing an hour of jogging because you're, you're, you're constantly alternating your pace. Or if I'm really stuck, I'll just get up on the treadmill, work, run as fast as I can for a, you know, a couple of kilometers and then hop off and then do the weights. Love it. Well, by the time this goes live, I will most likely have gone through at least my first week of CrossFit. So I'm really excited for that. I don't really know how I'm going to like it or how I'm not going to. And Ian, I'm not sure if you know what CrossFit is over in Ireland, but it's really a pretty big craze over here in America right now, where it's just kind of like what you're talking about. It's about little bursts 
of really intense sprinting or pull-ups or, or upside-down push-ups, all these different crazy things, and you get timed, and it's all a competition. Because like you, I like sports a lot. And so this is, I think, going to appeal to me, but I'll keep you updated. Okay, great. <laughs> so Ian, let's move into the current times right now. I want to talk about your business right now and share with Fire Nation one or two things that are just really exciting you right now. Well, one thing is in terms of I always wanted to be an influencer and I looked at all the influential people and I said, well, I want to be part of that list. And it's really happening for me and it has happened by speaking at the events and by working with the likes of Social Media Examiner. But I see, you know, a lot of the influencers now are picking up articles and everybody's sharing them out. And it's great. Like the other day, um, Rebecca Radis shared out an article for me that was picked up by Gao Kawasaki. He shared it out to his 4 million followers on Google+. And then we had to look at 900 shares of the post on Google+. Wow. So, you know, that post alone, there was over 2,000 shares on it. And that's that's, that's something that I, I just love happening at the moment. The second is the opportunities really to speak at events. And I spoke, the last one was the Global Travel Bloggers Conference in Toronto, I've applied to speak to in uh, NMX in January, so uh, fingers crossed I'd love to speak at that. And speaking at them events, I just love, and it's, it's broadening out the audience. And uh, say with the Travel Bloggers Conference, that's a whole new audience that's coming to the blog, which are travel-related people as well, and all are interested in tools. So expanding and broadening out that audience is, is brilliant. Well, I had dinner with the founder of NMX, Rick Calvert, last night, Ian, and he was talking pretty highly of you. So I like your chances, my friends. (laughs) (laughs) Good, good. (laughs) Well, if you keep working on them, John, because we have to meet up. That's true. That's so true. So, Ian, there's one thing I would love for you to share with Fire Nation, and that is speaking at events. Now, I know there's a lot of listeners who are mid-level bloggers, mid-level podcasters, and above and below, but they do like the idea of potentially speaking at conferences because they see the value of it. And you obviously have figured out how to speak at a number of different conferences. What would you recommend to those people listening that want to take advantage of these kind of opportunities? What, what should they do? What steps should they take? Well, you need to identify who the conference organizers are and who the speakers at the event and build relationships with them. And so that's, again, it's, I formed a list of about 100 influencers, and I said, these are the people I want to form relationships with. And some of them are conference organizers, and some of them spoke at conferences. Then I attended these conferences, and I just, I never looked for anything off these guys. I just looked at how I can help them. So I helped them by, you know, providing information on tools. I wrote some guest posts. Uh, I got to know Rick Calvert, for example, who organized a couple of different conferences. You had a small business summit in New York City as well. Yeah, and again, I said to him, how can I help him? If there's any way I can help him. And I did do some guest posts as well on the TBEX blog. And then as you form the relationships with these people, then you're looking for your lucky break. And you do need that lucky break. So for me, Mark Schaefer is somebody I got to know very well because I met him at Blog World. He said he was coming to England. I said, why don't you come to Ireland? I organized a tweet-up, so I was doing something of value. He got a lot of business out of the tweet-up. I started writing on his blog. And then he was having the Social Slam conference, and he invited me to speak at that. 
And that was brilliant because that was the first one. So you do need that lucky break. But once you have the first one, then you should videotape that one, get some testimonials from that one, and then you can start looking at the next one. And then once you've got two, it's easier to get three, and then you're on the circuit. So it's the first one lucky break. Somebody needs to give you that opportunity. And to me, it was Mark Schaefer with Social Sam Conference. I can definitely agree with that lucky break for me. You know, I had just launched my podcast in September. I had only been a podcaster for a few months because now it's December 2012. I'm at a movie. I remember it like yesterday. I get an email from Cliff Ravenscraft and I open it up. He said, John, somebody just dropped out of the podcasting track. I immediately thought of you. Will you speak at New Media Expo this coming January, which was in like three weeks? Maybe it was only even like two weeks away. And I had already had my ticket. I had already booked my flight. I was going to be there as an attendee. And I remember looking at my girlfriend, Kate, and saying, yes, I am speaking at New Media Expo. And so I took that lucky break, which is what it was, and I did my best with it. And again, you're right. I'm speaking at over four conferences this year. I got on the circuit. I'll be speaking twice in New Media Expo this coming January. So once you get that one lucky break, Fire Nation, maximize it and then continue to leverage that forward. Like Ian said, get that video, get those testimonials, put it on your About Me page, or put it on your media page, whatever you want to do, but get it out there. The last minute thing is, is very important as well is that people do drop out of conferences last minute. So it is good, useful coming close to a conference to start sending another email saying, by the way, I know you're full, but just in case, I'd love to help. I'll be at the conference. If you need me, I'll have a presentation ready. And then all of a sudden, who's the first person they think of when somebody drops out? Exactly. You have a presentation ready. You're top of mind with them. They want to fill it quick because they have a lot of other things on their mind. Ian Cleary, he's our guy. (laughs) That's it. Keynote. (laughs) 5,000 people. (laughs) All right, Fire Nation. We're now going to take a minute to face the facts. As new and aspiring entrepreneurs, we don't have all the money in the world to spend on fancy phone systems and the like. That's why I'm excited to tell you about eVoice, a reliable voice service with all the advanced features of an expensive phone system. eVoice offers features like conference calling, high-capacity storage. They even have auto attendance. You don't have to worry about picking up the phone every single time it rings. eVoice also offers a fully hosted system, so you don't have to worry about technology upgrades and network monitoring. They do it all for you. Want more? eVoice is offering a 30-day free trial right now. Experience for yourself why there's no better way to connect with people who drive your business. Go to eVoice.com, enter the promo code FIRE for your 30-day trial. That's eVoice.com, promo code FIRE. And we've now reached my favorite part of the show. We're about to enter the lightning rounds, and this is where I get to provide you with a series of questions, and you come back at us Fire Nation with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? A great plan. Let's go. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Well, I always felt I had the ability. I always felt inside that I had the ability and I wondered why it wasn't really working for me. But I think what really held me back was not doing something that I was totally passionate about. We talked about drifting into property, selling gadgets, trying to get into retail. Big mistake. When I come back around to two areas I'm really passionate about, social media and technology, that's where it was a perfect fit for me. And, and I think that was holding me back is not doing something that I was really passionate about. It's not about the money. I, you know, Money will come. It's more in terms of doing something that's really passionate for me. 
Love that. What's the best advice you've ever received? There's a guy called Bill Lau who is a very successful entrepreneur based in Ireland and he's a venture capitalist and done all sorts of interesting things. He talked to me a lot about listening. And I never really understood got it, what he was talking about in terms of listening. And it's really when you're going to networking events, it's not all about you talking. It's listening and finding out what the other person needs and really teasing that out from somebody else. I thought that was really important. And the other side was like helping people. In my head, when I go to a conference, I always think, how can I help you? And I know I mentioned, John, that I, I listened to your podcast with Larry Benet, really interesting networking guy. And when I met him at Social Media Examiner Conference, I went up to him and I said, listen, how can I help you? And he said, I'm not sure. We had a conversation. And then he talked about his website and the social media presence. I said, well, I can, I can figure out some better tools to use and maybe have a look at your website. And he said, that'd be great. I said, well, let's meet later on today. And during that time, I spent the time then putting together a presentation. And then I went through that with him later on. I wasn't expecting anything out of it and nothing has come out of it. But I formed a relationship with Larry and he won't forget me. And over time, that will develop into something. So helping people like that is extremely important. Boom. Love that. What is one specific action listeners can take in the next 24 hours to bring them one step closer to their dreams? It's reaching out to somebody that's really, really influential in their field and asking them to mentor them. So people that are really successful enjoy mentoring other people and helping them. So if you can find somebody that was really, really successful, like the way I found Bill, he has a huge network and a ton of experience. And I think that mentor really helps. So reaching out, don't assume that person won't do it. If you approach them in the right way, there's a good chance they will help you out and will mentor you. Absolutely. And I always tell Fire Nation, I did a lot of things wrong when I started, but one thing I did do right is I went out, one of the first things I did, I got a mentor in the industry, Jamie Tardy of The Eventual Millionaire, and she put me down the right path that I was clueless because I didn't even know a path existed. So wise words, Ian. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Well, I'm the tools guy, John, so I would think like That's why I said one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, one I actually really like at the moment is Post Planner. It's a Facebook management tool. If you have a Facebook page, it's by far the best tool to use because it provides an easy way of scheduling content. It provides you opportunities to find content very easily from Facebook pages and Twitter accounts and from other people that are sharing out content through Post Planner. Excellent tool. It'll save you a ton of time managing your Facebook page. No, this is a great tool. And it's an example of a company that's doing the right things. They reached out to me and they said, John, we want to give you a lifetime version of our paid version of Post Planner, knowing that if I used it and liked it, I would talk about it. And that's just a great thing for Entrepreneur on Fire listeners to realize that, hey, when you can provide value to people that have an audience, the people that are influencers in different niches, it's more than worth your time. It's more than worth 20 bucks out of my pocket to them for me to have a tool that I like and will talk highly about. Same goes with you, Ian. You are obviously an influencer. And so when you like a tool and use a tool and write about it, and then it gets shared by Guy Kawasaki, good things happen for that company. Yeah, and they've given it free for me as well. But I mean- Smart people. 
Yeah, I mean, some some of them don't give it to free. And I go, well, you know, I test out so many tools every day of the week. I, I, I'm not going to spend money on all of them. So right, it's up what to can you. you do? So, yeah. <laughs> Can't buy them all. So, Ian, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? Launch by Mike Stelzer. So Mike Stelzer is founder of Social Media you Examiner. You are so loyal. <laughs> it, but that's the book that kicked it off for me in terms of building the blog it's in terms of if you want to build a blog, read that book and that's going to do it for you. It's a great book. Mike's a great, genuine guy. He's based here out of San Diego as well. He's the founder of socialmediaexaminer.com. Great social media website. He throws a great conference, Social Media Marketing World, right here in San Diego as well. So Fire Nation, if you haven't already, the audio version of this book is available for you for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. So Ian, this next question is my favorite, but it's kind of tricky. So take your time, digest it, then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? One thing I'd go do is go out and meet people. So you might think I'm going to say I'm going to be on the computer 24 hours a day <laughs> sending tweets. No, I, I want to meet people. So I'll have the opportunity to meet people and develop relationships. I'll find out who are the key people I should be interacting with. And then I'll start doing some interaction on online. On but I will try and, as much as possible meet and develop relationships in them seven days with as many people as possible. Love that, Ian. It's been a great theme throughout the interview. Meet people, connect with people, add value. So thank you for sharing your journey and share with Fire Nation just one last parting piece of guidance, then how we can find you and then we'll say goodbye. Okay, when I go to conferences, I don't go to any of the speaking events. I stand outside in the corridors because corridors are where you meet people. It's the best place to meet people. Buy the virtual ticket and watch the virtual sessions when you go home because a lot of the speakers will hang out in corridors. The conference organizers will hang out in corridors. That's where you build and, and develop the relationships. So I do as much as possible the virtual sessions and focus on meeting people at the conferences as much as possible. Because so that's my parting bit of Love guidance. it. I don't think Rick Calvert will be happy, but love it. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I do, it, I do pay to go into the event, so I'm actually in the event, right, but it's in the corridors of the event. So, <laughs> so where can you meet? reach me? Uh, well, www.razorsocial.com is the, the blog, or at Ian Cleary, I-A-N-C-L-E-A-R-Y on Twitter. Perfect. And you are on Twitter. I can verify that. Answering, interacting, sharing, tweeting. Love it, Ian. And Fire Nation is well aware they can find the links of everything that we've mentioned in today's episode by going to entrepreneuronfire.com slash Ian Cleary or check out eofire.com. Just click the podcast tab. He's right there in the archives. Ian, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, your experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you very much, John. It's been an absolute pleasure, and well done on your success for a brilliant podcast. I love listening to it, and I love being on it. Thank you, Ian. You have ignited. Fire Nation, have you seen the video I just created on firenationelite.com yet? If not, I think you're going to want to see this. 
In this video, I talked about my passion for the new elite mastermind community we're creating, Fire Nation Elite. I'd love for you to visit the site and check out the video to learn more about Fire Nation Elite. Then, if you're interested, fill out an application and schedule your one-on-one 15-minute chat with me today. That's FireNationElite.com. In Fire Nation, last reminder for the episode, go to evoice.com, enter the promo code FIRE. You will not regret it. Thank you for joining us at EntrepreneurOnFire.com, your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.